Welcome back to all the fields, everybody. I died, came back to life, and now I'm here. Another year around the sun again. It's my mamba year. Uh, we out here trying to make some moves. It is still my birthday week, as I like to say. Therefore, everyone must treat me as a king. Royalty. People on the streets give me grapes as I walk by, and it's very nice. You know what's interesting? People yeah. like used to do grapes back here, so not that good. That's true. I wonder why. Or maybe <laughs> like, they were grapes grapes. very rare mm -hmm. at that time? Or maybe? maybe grapes were like very popular. Because with grapes, you make wine. Well, grapes are good, though. Like, I'm not going to hate on grapes. They're I not like grapes. that superior fruit. Well, okay. When you think about the landscape of fruit, you have your mangoes. Yeah. Pineapples. They didn't have those. That is from, like, the Americas. Oh, you're right. I imagine maybe they had just tomatoes. Okay, so... When you think of royalty and people fruit? eating grapes, do you think of the Romans? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, so I think grapes were the only one. Maybe that, yeah. Things. Maybe it's the only one. So yeah, I solved my own mystery. Welcome back, everybody. Where we solve historic ancient mysteries. Next up, the pyramids. Aliens. So the pyramids. What? Aliens. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, no, but for real, what yeah. do you think? Um, I think there's two possibilities. Uh -huh. What? Well, Yeah. I like to think about crazy theory, where it actually could have been aliens, right? Mm -hmm. I think that is something that we can't take off the table. Because mm -hmm. if you look at some of like, the old tribe um, paintings and all that stuff, there's always something from like the sky. So I, maybe that's them developing religion, possibly. Or something came from the sky and said, we will bring you some gifts you know what it could be something from the sky because uh, yeah like mm -hmm. i think that all the religions that or like all the cultures there's a pattern that man. have those big temples per se mm -hmm. peru mayans aztecs and then you go to the egyptians. egyptians like it's no way that that just happened coincidentally you know what i mean <laughs> how are their pyramids like built throughout well there's an explanation in the bible no or like the kings used to ask, like make people mm. build them. Hmm. So it's interesting. I mean, there could be many theories. Yeah, I mean, but the other theory, which I think is also clearly very valid, is that they were just smart. I think they were very strong people too. Very strong, very smart, and, and some people are like, they were probably so dumb back then, just because they didn't have like these certain things. But technology was advanced for their time period. Like you start somewhere, and I think um, that's probably the more logical explanation. Is that they were just really smart people and they were able to really <laughs> they probably had a lot of slaves at the time. I think too, honestly, to yeah. Work, so. Honestly, whoever thinks that those ancient civilizations were dumb. There's, that's a real thought so, process by that's people. It's very in ignorant mm -hmm. in all of it. Because if you go, for example, in Peru, to tell the time, they used to they build something. Mm -hmm. And a little box where it depends on where the sun will hit that box, it yeah. will tell them what time it is. So that's mm -hmm. crazy. Or like the Mayans, my people. My, her people. Like they created the math system pretty much. Like calendar, First number off, zero. I think, let's talk about that for a second. To the Mayan community, I hate your guts because you have destroyed my GPA since the beginning of my history. But they just, uh, like, this is your fault. Math at all. Like completely. Your fault. But they did st like <laughs> the zero whole thing. Nah, bro. Numbers. The calendar. Nah, I don't believe that. it. Don't believe it at all. Not even so, a chance. So, how do you come up with a calendar? Like, think about mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think, um, I'm so surprised when people think that way, where they can 
read these stories in our history books and all mm-hmm. that stuff about ancient civilization. And they genuinely believe, like, the human race was Dumb. filled of idiots. And yeah. they were just eating animals all day long. Like, at some point, they became society and a functioning society. Obviously. Uh, and yeah, man. It's they just, didn't have, like, ugh. conversations that we have, like, oh... You know, we should stop racism and stuff like that. But <laughs> Let's talk they, about women's rights. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that was not something that was happening. But they were, like... The way they functioned was very yeah. efficient. It was. And it was efficient for their time period. And I think, naturally, like, anything... Things evolve. You know, and the, technology advances. I think the Aztecs had this civilization that was over water. They have that now in Dubai. In Dubai but... Mm. My sister always says this, but they stole it from the Mexican. <laughs> they stole it, but they did have it. That like mm-hmm. the Aztecs had that, where it's like over the sea. Yeah. Um. Real talk though, solid pass on that. Uh, seems like a terrible decision. Uh, cause is that the one that was the fallen civilization in the ocean? I don't know. Where I forget where. Maybe Isn't it's in Atlantis? Greece or somewhere. No, like that's um. People are still looking for that, but there's signs of um. It could be. Like, buildings and all these things that are just underwater. It could be. Uh, in I'm certain sure. areas. But that's but yeah. something that's interesting, too. Just the thought. I think some of these things, like, when you hear about them, like, supernatural. Uh, I don't think Atlantis was supernatural or anything. But just, like, these ancient civilizations that could have existed somewhere. But there's, like, no. Like, people are still on the look for it. Like, the whole idea of El Dorado. Man, I... L- Isn't that, like, We were cool? talking about that movie. Like, Ezra? a hidden civilization? Adorado? Underrated uh, movie, as we mentioned. Oh, yes. Yeah, but I think that Adorado... And I think about that movie constantly because it's so true. Mm-hmm. The only reason why Spanish people were able to conquer Mexico and the Aztecs, like, all of the other countries, like, for example, uh, my countries and all of those Central Americans, there was, there was like, a hostile conquer. Mm-hmm. And the Mayans were nowhere to be seen. That's another mistake that people make. Spanish people did not conquer the Mayans. The Mayans were had very disappear from the game. Mm. So in Mexico, it was easy for them because in their prophecy, they were waiting for like this messiah per se. Uh-huh. Bring my, my religious studies. Go ahead, tell them, <laughs> tell them, tell the people, bro. They were waiting for like this prophet, this messiah that was gonna come and help their civilization. So when the Spanish people came, they were like, "Oh man, this is him. Um, Let's give them everything." Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much what happened in El Dorado too. It's mm-hmm. like the leaves, like that's why they first they treat them like they're goddess, mm-hmm. like they're gods. That's what they were waiting for, and then they're just they're just too them. stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's crazy, man. Just I don't know. I think that's just a really cool part of um history when you learn ancient civilizations growing up. I love that part is, of history. I think that was always my favorite part because yeah. one, I love like Mesopotamia, Egypt. You could tell me about like the Roman, the Greek, all of it. I live for it. Uh, the Mayans, Aztecs, everything. Love it. But please, school teachers, school makers, we need to stop doing like eight years of US history. We can learn other countries' histories as well. I think it should be like one year U.S. history, a different year you go to a different world. You know, it's like, come on. And also tell the full story because <laughs> your books are missing a lot of shady things that we've done here. Yeah, I think that it could be like that. Like in school, you learn about U.S. history, like the first year of elementary, middle school. 
you learn your sister and then once you go to high school you learn about the world mm. because okay. I think it as in elementary it's important to learn about your country just to like work on the, like patriotism of the kids yeah which is always important in a country to have I don't know man these <laughs> days <laughs> it's gonna be rough out here bedrooms kind but, of ugly <laughs> color these days <laughs> but um but yeah I think it's a valid point that we should learn about the world. Yeah, like there's a lot of like big events that happen, and like you have to look for them yourself. Exactly. And Where sh- can you learn about all of this, like Mesopotamia and all of this? Um. Well, it started in middle school because for the okay. most part, like elementary school, they didn't really teach like a lot of history okay. for the most part. But um, middle school is when I think, I think eighth grade or seventh, no, sixth grade might have been world history. So that's when you learn about all like the ancient civilizations. Uh-huh. Um, and my teacher loved to just play History Channel, <laughs> pretty much. Was it good, though? Uh, it was good because, um, like, you learn a lot from those kind of documentaries. I think it was bad in the sense, it's like, bro, you were lazy. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, then I think in high school, it was U.S. history, more U.S. history, and then... No, for the most part, I feel like it was mainly U.S. history. Um, for those last four, like I learned about World War II like three different times. That is true. It seems a bit unnecessary. You know what I mean? That is true. Like you learn. Like it's that. important, but mm-hmm. I don't think you need to keep re-implementing the same things because we've already taken the test. We know what happens now. If you want to take it from like the whole thing, because I feel like in at least my learnings, um, is that they kind of just gloss over why world war ii started mm. and they go just like all right here's hitler now it's like but how did hitler like that would have been the more valuable i think mm-hmm. thing to learn as well is learning one how he got to that position and how he's able to just take over like a whole country's ideals mm-hmm. i think that's very powerful to talk about mm-hmm. i think because then uh, yeah, not to no, cut no, you no, off but yeah, that kind of can relate to now mm-hmm. not saying that he is but it's very similar is that how Donald Trump kind of has a similar kind of uprising, if you want, like cult-like following where he's able to, regardless if I agree or disagree, there's a large population of this country that is like, we rock with this idea. You know, it's interesting that to see how politicians can play with the people's mind. Yeah. Because when you think of Donald Trump and you see, I don't think I've ever heard a whole speech of him just because I get so upset. Like, what is this guy saying, right? But I don't know if he just uses the right whistle, like dog whistles, where people are like, okay, he's talking to me, he's talking to me. Mm-hmm. And like using that key. Well, because he is hitting those notes. He's exactly. Like, we want to make America great again. Uh-huh. We want to heighten security at the border, which people are, for some reason, are obsessed with here. I don't know why that's such a weird obsession, but there's like this weird, like, fetish where it's like, we need to stop Mexicans and Central America. And actually, they don't even, they're not smart enough to say that. It's just that whole, from Mexico down, all Mexicans. They're yeah. like, we need to stop Mexicans and Middle Easterns coming in because they're ruining our country. Yeah. And it's like they value this, like, keep, he's not saying, like, let's make America more white. But he's, like, alluding to that. And they yeah. latch onto that because they feel that this whole white, uh, male dominance thing is like fading away and that's their way of grasping and that's what the onto the rest of it yeah I think it's interesting yeah it, it's yeah 
Yeah. Stop. Robot. 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 I. I'm not not a person. I say I'm Amy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the thing is that when I listen to his speeches, to me that's not a sport. Like it's a smart person per se. That I'm like, oh yeah, I agree with your ideals, mm-hmm. right? But the idea that all the people are like, that's my man. Mm-hmm. That is really my man. Uh, I think it's very interesting because it happens. It happened in all countries where people like politicians hadn't been able to manipulate them. Yeah, and I think the thing is like, the thing for him though is that before he was like a politician, he was already kind of like a very popular yeah. like human figure. He had like the Apprentice show and all this stuff, but he's like a for the most part, if you hate him or love him for like he's like a charismatic human being, mm-hmm. and people want to hear what he had to say and then suddenly which is interesting uh, he was able to just kind of run with it and I think that's like a similar thing um, obviously he hasn't committed genocide as far as we know but Hitler had the same thing where it started I guess he was speaking to the right audience and he from what I could like I don't speak German but it seems like he was able to command the room mm-hmm. and when he talked people listened and I think it's interesting like that whole thing and that needs to be taught. And I want to see if, like, 30 years from now, we're going to talk about what just, like... What is happening. What's happening now in that kind of sense. Because while we might disagree with it, obviously what Hitler did, very bad. And what Donald Trump seemingly did, which is kind of be part of this insurrection of the election, and of the capital, I mean. Um, I wonder how that's going to be taught. Interesting. Um, yeah, definitely going, going to be part of the U.S. history... Mm-hmm. Also, regionally, how it's going to be talked about, too. Like, regional, like... In- like, in Oklahoma, are they going to view it the same way that someone in New York is going to view that? Well... Because that's the thing. It's, like, everything isn't is like taught... like, educational system have a... We want to believe that, right? <laughs> like, a national-wide same process. But then there's also those people that are, like, I don't want my kids to learn about exactly. black history. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very interesting... Mm-hmm. Which it's very wrong in so many ways the whole thing of education is gonna be interesting so we keep saying interesting it's definitely something i want to watch out for within like the next concerning 20 years because so many people are so opinionated and if they have like a different opinion from you they don't want to listen to it regardless of what you're saying is factual or not yes um okay there's so many points to do here okay first i think part of that why people what people like why this country is has so many issues it's that they are just avoiding a big part of the history right mm-hmm. like no matter what if you're in a very white community you don't want to talk about slavery like in that way or like the real issues that are happening mm-hmm. and just i think that by ignoring that obviously it's not gonna come like anything good's gonna come out of that and then what's the other point that i had forgot carry on mm. Well, my thing is, like, why should we continue to keep, like, blaming the white people for what happened 50 years ago? Like, oh! That has nothing to do exactly, with Exactly, like... Kidding, obviously. We're not... Like, um, people are not blaming a particular person. I know, but you know that's I mean? how some people, like, they feel that way. They're like, why are we being punished? Like, first of all, no one's punishing you. Exactly. Um, Most likely, you were just a regular person yeah. that had nothing to... You, like, you might not have You were not in the history, position of power But, like, to do we that. need... It's important to talk about because, once exactly. again, that's one lifetime ago. It's not... Like, people make it think, like... Not slavery, but, like, just rights in general. Mm-hmm. 
women and people of color. That was literally like our grandparents. Exactly. Yeah, and that is interesting because you want to ignore it, but for somebody else, mm-hmm. like their grandparents could have been telling them mm-hmm. these stories. And even just like... Um, just to like move forward, they have to start talking about him mm-hmm. like healing from that. Yeah. You know? And I also like, I know... um. I was just saying, like, like, can we relax on the teachings of World War Two? But also, like, that wasn't that long ago either. That is crazy. Isn't that that's the crazy part? You know, it's like, also not too long ago. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's like five hundred years ago, but so that's like sixteen years. Ago. Like, even colonization itself, yeah, yeah, hasn't been like mm-hmm. thousands of thousands of years. The United ago. States itself is relatively new. <laughs> exactly. It, they just have like 200 like on the scale yeah like on the scale of, of independence world in the, in the scale of history 200 years is like it's nothing nothing it's literally nothing nothing, nothing. <clears throat> what it, like i don't know how many generations back 3 i yeah. imagine it's probably more than 3 i don't think so people live 80 years um oh yeah average. you're right yeah maybe like 3 4 yeah it's not many i didn't think many. about that not too many yeah same thing with, like, when I think of, like, colonization, it was not too long ago. Mm-hmm. It was, like, 500 years ago. Yeah. Like, it, it's so... And the history so... scale, it's, like, absolutely nothing. And somehow, like, that stuff is traceable, too, when you think about yeah, that. Yeah. It's, like, you could probably find who your great-great-great-grandfather exactly. was. I was thinking about that the other day. I was, like, wait a second. That's trippy. It has it's definitely like... trippy. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, just, I don't know. They, like, some people make it seem like it was ancient times, but there's video of it. That stuff, it's not as old as you think it is. Yeah. Um, That's what I think of, like, Holocaust and all of that thing. It's so heartbreaking, man. Dude. Because people are still alive that survived it. Mm-hmm. And it's just so inhumane. Yeah. Like, uh, well, so many things in this world. I mean, like, you can think about that more. Too. I just think that the, the concept of that is so mind-boggling not only just like the holocaust going on Mm -hmm. but also literally the entire world fighting like that is just like i could not imagine being alive during that time period no like how are you able to just enjoy life i don't think people were enjoying life right it's like everyone how can you yeah the the people in the u.s yes because it would take like if you live in california it's like a little even like I feel like if you were living in California, you'd probably be more scared. Oh, because of because Japan of J- the um Japan. Oh yeah. Okay. If you live like in the middle of the country, you will be like safer. Maybe. Part of me says yeah, but then part of me is like the whole time like their jobs were building like machinery and that bullets. That is true. Even women for the war effort. Yeah. Like think about this: if I was alive during that time period, I would have been forced to go to war. That is very scary. Remember when I think it was COVID that happened uh-huh. or something like that? Maybe England was threatening the world to like this is dude North Korea something like that. It was like all right, uh, I think this is it for me because there's gonna it's be a, too an much email. Going it's not on, gonna man. be an envelope. Yeah, it's gonna be an email. It's <laughs> like, El, we need you. It's gonna be like yeah. that. And my uncle's like, what do you mean? It's like, yes, if we go to war, every man over eighteen is going to war. Unless you have, like, um, Not a- necessarily, because they have to issue a draft. Like, if there was, um, like, issue a war draft, going like on... draft, like, the football draft? Yeah, for real. With the Is first pick in the... <laughs> no, um, it's, like, when we were in Afghanistan, and, um, 
the Middle East. No one was drafted. It was all mm. just the military reserve that was oh, okay, used. Okay, nice. Beautiful. Uh, where it gets to the point where it had to be drafted was during World War II, where they sent everyone, but then you needed more people. And that's why the draft would have been mm, used. You know, coming back to that, because I had a teacher, like her grandparents got married because he was going to be drafted. Oh, he got married. was it only uh, he got married to not get drafted? To not get drafted. Mm. So it was something like if you had a family where you were married, mm-hmm. cannot get drafted. Yeah. So every single man from like 18 mm-hmm. and up. But then even for those people, uh, I remember this documentary that kind of highlighted it where it's like those men that weren't drafted were treated like bad because like the community was like, why aren't you fighting for our country? Yeah. I mean, so some people ended up regardless of not being drafted. They're like, I need to go because and you know I don't know if it was the first war or the second war that after I think probably the second war after they came back mm-hmm. that's when plastic surgery started to be a boom because oh because they were there so, so much like their bodies were pretty much destroyed not yeah their bodies and their faces yeah. like they were mm-hmm. unrecognizable they could be burnt or chemically or like destroyed, messed up and that's how they started like fixing that was like just hearing not only just like this because sometimes statistics like you hear them and they just go out the ear absolutely and yeah. it's not until like you see like video and picture of it where you really understand what was going on that's part of uh, a powerful speech mm-hmm. which is why i think um what is it uh like vietnam i think that's what was so like boggling about it is that pictures and videos were well, not maybe the video part but pictures were so much more accessible and, like, people seeing that, I think that was probably part of the reason why people were so against okay, that so war as well. When they went to Vietnam, what were they fighting for? <clears throat> Vietnam's freedom? I think Vietnam... I, I, this is kind of loosely trying to remember, so if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I think it but I think the idea was is that Vietnam was struggling between communism and democracy. And the U.S. was, at this point, trying to, like, spread help spread democracy and stop communism and that was kind of the idea of them going into that to help vietnam become a democratic nation <clears throat> it says the vietnam state uh the united states had provided funding arranged armaments and training to south vietnam government and military since vietnam's partition into the communist yeah okay so North yeah it's the general idea okay. is that that they had they were trying to get their own kind of president in the southern part of Vietnam. Yeah. And so that's why they had this battle going on between that and which they end up for the most part losing. Isn't that, that crazy too? That war you can see people like young people and mm-hmm. they will suffer because yeah. of that. Like, I think it's also crazy just the idea that um like I think it was a relatively shocking thing that for a lot of people during that time and even now that like the US lost. Like, not on paper. Like, on paper was, like, a treaty. Like, okay, we're good. Like, mm-hmm. let's stop fighting. But for the most part, they couldn't break through. And I think that's very similar. Not saying it's the same fight, obviously, because no communism's involved in this part. But it's very similar to, like, Russia attacking Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And the Ukraine being able to hold hold the fort down kind of deal. I get... I mean, if the motivation is there, man, even the smallest army is getting... It's true. And I mean, they had, they really had the home field advantage because one, Vietnam is like a tropical area and they're hiding in these places. And the problem, I think, uh, a real big struggle for them is that they 
were fighting people that looked like civilians. So it's like, how can you shoot at someone that looks like a civilian? And like, you have this dilemma where it's like, is it a, it is really? it a civilian or is it someone that's trying to kill me? Yeah, that's so that's so impactful too. Mm-hmm. I I read this book, and the guy talked <laughs> about his mom. Right, the book was for his mom who mm-hmm. couldn't read. She was from Vietnam, and I think it was like a result of a American and Vietnam relationship. Mm-hmm. But he used to say like, "Mom, even though we were safe here in America when they moved, she's like at her heart and her life, she was still in war." Like that was it's she I would, would have imagine, like flashbacks yeah. sometimes where she would like hide. Yeah. Where it was like a loud noise, she would hide. And I was like, Oh my goodness, this is so saddening. Mm-hmm. And I think that people sometimes when they talk about that, how those things affected all the people. Dude, for real. Whether or not you were part of like defending your nation or you were just a civilian, like that is traumatizing. It could be that why like some people that have like the Vietnam War, like Vietnam veteran hat. Mm-hmm. They're always very lonely, I see. Very. Maybe they never treated their traumas. And they were I very can't imagine that miserable they did. with their families. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, when you don't know better, what you do, just leave. Yeah. So that could be... That could be something. Imagine that... Like, Maybe I'm onto something. <laughs> you might be onto something. I'm sure that's uh, being talked about um, within their community. But yeah. Um, I think something that is good about... Um, this is very random, by the way. But, like, the idea of, like, video games is... Well, first off, like, shooting games, for the most part, um, maybe you wait for them to be older, right? You shouldn't um, be allowed to get younger than 13. I, well, on paper, there is, like, an age gate, right? But no one really pays attention to that. Um, I think, like, Call of Duty armor is also a good learning tool for a lot of these people. Is because, like, in the story mode, it's, like, they teach you about these things, like... If you pay attention, obviously, but like most of their games are like about World War One or World War Two or Vietnam or I forget what other wars they cover. But a lot of those games, like they create like a story narrative, but they're teaching. Um, so I think that is an underrated value of video <laughs> games. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Man, the world of war is so. Mm-hmm. My family, there were militaries. Like, my grandpa was in the military. Um, and he said, Edu, please never. Because Edu, like, funding, like, going to college is expensive. So Very Edu, expensive. like, contemplated that. Uh-huh. Like, gonna go to the army. So, like, pay thing. for your education. Live. My grandpa was like, please, whatever you do, don't go to the army. I don't know why. I mean, he probably saw a lot of people die. Probably. And then I think <laughs> a couple of other, like, his nephews are in the army. And yeah, it's sort of traumatizing for them too. It is. Like, like that's a very big thing. And there's so many organizations within this country itself that specialize in protecting the mental health of someone that's As in the they military. should. I'm not... Like, I always have a double concern. Like, I always, like, am half and half with an army, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, okay, sometimes wars don't have to happen. But a lot of times it's out of those people's hands. Like every yeah, time, yeah, actually. absolutely, absolutely. And then I'm also like, I know they're like serving our country. And if mm-hmm. anything goes down, they're going to be there. Mm-hmm. Because that's part of the job. But, you know, it's... You're right, they're, it's out of their hands. So, it like is. regular army people, yeah. 
And to be very nice, sometimes, like, I met, like, a couple of army people, and they were very nice, mm-hmm. blah, blah, Not that that defines them as if yeah, they're good yeah. or bad, but, <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know how I feel about you. Yeah, I think um, there's two things. I um, First off, as I said, uh, like, no war should happen, right? And obviously, these people... I think that no war should happen. That could be debatable. Um, I don't. I just think the loss think of life that, at a mass scale is yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but say what? Obviously, if, if you're fighting for a good fight, then exactly, there's certain things that are justifiable. So sorry, I misspoke about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, for the most part, I think you can yeah, make absolutely. an argument that most things don't need to escalate to the point of war. Are, yes. <clears throat> um, because at the end of the day, our elected officials should be able to sit down, have a conversation, and decide this needs to happen. We need to agree because we don't want to lose the lives of our own people. And oftentimes, the people in charge don't care about their own people Absolutely. and are willing to offer up those as their bargaining chips. Mm-hmm. If they die, they die. Um, and I will say, there are people that join the military that are really great people. But like most things, <laughs> um, there are very bad people that do these things as well. And when they come back or even as they are in it, they're bad people. They are just very rude, very harsh to be around, and that's just that person. I think that's just human nature. There are going to be very annoying people, and they're going to be very good-hearted people. Um, that's just the state of the world, and I don't think uh, your branch of military really has an impact on that. Um, yeah, I saw this movie. Well, I started watching this movie during the weekend. And it was it was Oscar Isaac, and he was like a, you you know the Guam prison, yeah. Where they take like it's not U.S. territory, so they torture people there. Uh-huh. So he used to work there in this movie, and the thing that stuck out to me, I was like, oh, he's so right. So he was in the military, served blah 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 blah, in this sector, and then he used to be this guy who was like, it was like a poker thing. So mm-hmm. and the, he used to play poker, and the guy the bit the bit of this guy. Like, he was, like, American, American, American. Like, he loved the USA. Mm-hmm. And Oscar Isaac was, like, what do you know? In his head, obviously. Like, what does this guy know about loving this country when you, like, you don't even know what we've done for you? Mm-hmm. And I was, like, oh, it's interesting, right? Sometimes you encounter these people that are, like, people with the flags on the cars year-round. Mm-hmm. Very red flag, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm, like... I don't think you love more America more than a military person will love this country. Mm-hmm. Like, you're willing to die yeah, yeah. for a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was very... Do you think it's like a false sense of patriotism when they have those things? <sighs> or do you think it's like a uneducated version of patriotism? No, because you can be very pe- patriotic. But I don't not know. serve the military? Yeah, and not serve the military. But it's just like, maybe analyze yourself like you cannot go around like there's nobody else that loves america more than i do okay i have a question for you what do you think about those people that are like super super pro-military which i think everyone for the most part is in some way shape or form probably pro-military right um because obviously they protect their nation but what do you think about those people that have like all those stickers of u.s army military navy all these things but then they've never served like, they're very, like, I love the military, I'm for the military. But when, like, you ask them, they're like, oh, I've never served or anything. Maybe they're scared. 
Maybe. They're just scared. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some, there are some jobs that you gotta have, like, yeah. you gotta be brave for it. It's like being a police officer, too, right? And we talked about this, bringing to the police officer, where, with uh, uh, the shooting that happened in Texas. Oh, Lord. Where they, like, the video showed that they were there, but they just didn't do it. Yeah. And we were talking about that with this with my family. It's like, my uncle was like, why wouldn't they go? Like, there were kids. Anybody would go for kids, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that was valid. Like, if you see a kid in danger... <laughs> it depends on if the kid is cute. Uh, but you will help this person, right? It's like there's some are the most vulnerable. Yeah, because they can't members of our community. Kind of and it was like they were just scared, probably. I would imagine that they probably were. And they probably thought to themselves in that moment, like, "Am I willing to lose my own life at this time?" Exactly. And Even maybe it's because kids. it's like a smaller scale uh, police force in that town. Because if that were to happen. In New York or something, maybe they're more used to gun violence, and for the most part, I don't think that area was used to that. Probably not. Uh, well, no area is really used to mass shooting or anything, but I oh, guess that violence. was probably the thought process of those officers and police chief or whatever who was involved in decision making. Um, I think he brings up a good point. Maybe they were just scared. I think they they were, and I yeah, but it <laughs> also brings it back. Well, like you're a police. Officer. Yeah, like you signed up for this, and it's you your job. Signed up for this. To it's like a firefighter is like, mm-hmm. actually, I'm very scared. Of, like exactly, what, what are you doing mm-hmm. here? Um, but yeah, like it, you cannot. If you're signing up for that, you cannot rethink it after. Yeah, I think part of you has to like know going into it that there is. It's not a only like flowers. Yeah, yeah, like there's a likelihood that, that I happen. might lose my life or I might lose. Uh, limb or something like I could get injured at any point in time and I think that that's another um point that people that are we bring back to this where people are like blue lives matter like nobody's saying they don't matter mm-hmm. like and also say like police officers also die yes but that's also part of their job mm-hmm. once again I know it's sad because like a family is losing their like they're somebody they love mm-hmm. Even when you send somebody to the military, say, yeah. like, one of your brothers, uh, I'll put it on me, like, one of my family members, part of me has to know that something can happen to them. Yeah, and I think that's why you see, like, a lot of times when people, like, leave to go on duty, like, it's so much sadness it's, because internally, your loved one, whoever is involved, they're thinking, like, this might be the last time. Exactly, but mm-hmm. it's that's part of the job. Yeah. Anyway, are you pro-military? Or where are you? Um, I, I think the general... I don't want to speak for everyone, but I'd like to imagine that most people are pro-military in some sense of the fashion. I will say I am anti-military decision-making because there's a lot of shady decisions mm-hmm. that the U.S. has done, um during my lifetime, throughout history. Um, but I can't be against somebody that's willing to sacrifice their own life to protect the United States. Um, and yeah, I just think the decision makers, our politicians, our war generals, whatever you want to call them, uh, they're the ones that you can have a real 
hatreds, hatreds towards. But yeah. the people that join the military, I have no hate and a Huge lot respect of respect for, for those people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's the line where I think a lot of people probably could agree on. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, there's other people that are just like, no matter what the United States does, it's, yes, we needed to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, those are the people that I have struggles uh, having conversations with. Uh, but that's what I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know where the word gringo comes from? Where? So, in Latin America, it's in all the world. Uh, the United States, for some reason, need a basis, like, probably getting natural resources or controlling uh, many things or helping us in civil wars or whatever they want to uh-huh. call it, like in El Salvador. Don't even get me started. Uh-huh. So, people used to say, like, green, because they wear, like, military uniforms, green, <laughs> go. Like, go oh then, like from i didn't know that yeah yeah um so green goes like go 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 so that's where that word gringo comes from oh huh, you know. yeah it's very interesting uh actually remember mm, for some reason i think the u.s had some support also they also they only they don't send militaries only for military people only for war sometimes they Send them with humanitarian like, relief. Humanitarian reliefs. Yeah. And I think my country had like um outbreak of cholera, which is like a disease. Huh? Like cholera disease, whatever. And um, my grandma's grandma has like a lot of like uh properties per se, or used to have. And they had like a base there. And my my dad used to say to it, and they used to bring those these chocolates. They were so good. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's a funny memory that they have because they loved Snickers. Because like the ah, like gringos used to bring like, wow. get, like get them like um that's cool American candies like U.S. candies it's very interesting but anyways have you heard of the crocodile island mm. in Burma in Burma no you are you gonna give us a history lesson I'm right gonna now? show you something to read it okay it's because you're better at it's like I read off a script for a large part of my life <laughs> all right uh. <coughs> The Ramri Islands? Is that where I'm starting? I think so. Okay. So, everyone, uh, here we go. The Ramri Islands is located in the south coast of Burma, the Japanese-occupied island in 1942, and defeated the British Navy. But in 1945, the British struck back and tried to recapture Ramri and its nearby island, Cheduba. British troops arrived in Ramri Island on January 26, 1945, to construct a new airbase but first they had to push the Japanese forces that they had already claimed off the island. After a bloody but victorious offense against the Japanese, the British troops were able to force nearly 1,000 enemy soldiers into a 10-mile-long mangrove swamp. Unfortunately, for the escaping Japanese men, Romri Island Mangrove Forest is home to unknown numbers of saltwater crocodiles. Oh my gosh. The prehistoric holdovers can grow up to 20 feet in length and over 2,000 pounds in some cases. And although examples of the size are rare, even a mid-sized crocodile of the species could quickly kill a full-grown adult human. There's also a picture. Did you see that? I saw it. It's that is ginormous. Li- for the people, because obviously you can't see it. This literally looks like a Godzilla. That's probably that like thing is massive. Me in like height. Oh my gosh! I didn't even know crocodiles could get that big. Like if you think about, like there's two humans right there, and that takes up like. A quarter of its tail if you put them next to each other. Yeah, especially in this wow. area, which it's like they don't have nothing to bother them or yeah. kill them, so mm-hmm. they can grow 
Um, so in addition to saltwater, crocodiles are far from misunderstood monsters. Humans who venture in crocodile territories have a long history of being attacked by the reptiles. Japanese soldiers died of illness, dehydration, and malnutrition shortly after en entering these slimy mud holes. Mosquitoes, spiders, venomous snakes, and scorpions hid in the dense jungle as well, knocking off the soldiers one by one. Wounded and sick soldiers crossing the swamp were the first to be picked off by the crocodiles as they fell behind the mangrove. The crocs suddenly appeared out of nowhere, dragging their victims underneath the water. Once drowned, the vicious reptile started to devour its prey. Several British soldiers said the crocodiles preyed on the Japanese soldiers in the swamp. The most prominent first-hand retelling of what happened comes from naturalist Bruce Stanley, who participated in the Battle of Romley Islands and gave his written account. Account. <clears throat> Here goes. That night of February 19, 1945 was the most horrible that any member of the ML crews have ever experienced. The crocodiles, alerted by the din of warfare and smell of blood, gathered among the mangroves lying with their eyes above the water, watchfully alert of their next meal. With the ebb of the tide, the crocodiles moved into the dead, wounded, uninjured men, and who had become mired in the mud. The scattered rifle shots in the pitch black swamp, punctured by the screams of wounded men, crushed the jaws of the huge reptile, and blurred worrying sound of spinning crocodiles made a cacophony of, can't say that, that was rarely duplicated on earth. At dawn, the vultures arrived to clean up what the crocodiles had left. The giant lizard had a feast of their lives as nearly 1,000 terrified soldiers dripped in blood and sweat in the crowded confines of the Romri Mangrove Swamp. Around 500 soldiers were believed to have fled the mangrove swamps, when 20 of them being recaptured by the British forces, who had set up perimeter around the dense jungle. Around 500 of the fleeing men, however, never made it out of the swamp. Survivors are said to have heard howling stories of hundreds of crocodiles assaulting the soldiers in a mass assault, as well as appalling tales of crocodiles attacking soldiers individually. <clears throat> a couple months after the tragedy, a specialized commissioned military tribunal conducted an investigation on what had happened. It was confirmed that the victims of the crocodile attacks were the Japanese soldiers. Every three meters of the swamp contained 24% of human blood. The incident was even included on the list of Guinness World Records as the deadliest crocodile attack ever recorded in history. What in the world? That's insane. Oh my, that is... Okay, first off, that is literally like a concept of a movie right there. I, I think there is a movie. That needs to be done it. because, one, visually, that is so disturbing on so many levels. And once again, I cannot tell you how big that crocodile was. And for over 500 people to be dead. Oh, it's a Japanese movie, actually. Oh, wow. Oh, it's kind of new. We might have to look, uh, search that one up. Um, regardless, um, that's insane. Yeah, and oh my god, imagine the people that were in the first in dying. Just like how... Because that, okay, just the concept of not only having to, like, fight, like, military-wise, but then have to deal with crocodiles. And once again, this is so freaky how big that thing is. That is not a normal, cro like, once again, crocodiles on the Animal Planet documentaries, those are big. Yeah. This is, like, triple the size. That is enormous. That, that can eat a cow. I swear to you, that was literally Godzilla hanging off of, like, a rope. How they were able to take a picture of that thing, not a clue. But oh my gosh. Dude. 
That Whoa. is a crazy. When I read it to the story, I was like, oh my God. That's 500 people. No, like up to a thousand. And 500 were Japanese. So the rest, I guess. Oh, yeah, that's right. And even just like, so it's a crocodile island where it's oh my full God. of croco- like crocodiles, and I don't know if to this day people cannot. Yeah, visit. I wonder if that's more developed now right now or um, jeez, this has been an interesting social studies class today, everybody. For real, I mean, uh, I love social <laughs> studies, really. Yeah, it's really cool. That's an insane story, huh? Anyways, okay, it says crocodile island. Book okay. Everything you need to know before you go. It says go. I guess you could probably vacation there by now. Oh yeah, it looks nice yeah. actually. That is disgusting though. I wouldn't go. Yeah, I would not go anywhere where crocodiles is part More of the people. Yeah, <laughs> it's, there's uh, like uh, wow. also a thing in Brazil. There's like um uh like a snake island. I think I've heard of a snake island before. I thought you were going to say a crocodile, and I was like, there's crocodiles in Brazil? Good <laughs> lord. Is there an island full of crocodiles? Yes, Rami Island, Burma. Okay, let's see, let me Google this, look up. Let's talk to the people. Yeah, Um. so I think maybe we switch gears to this last part of our show, unless you got more information on the Rami Islands or whatever. Um, but yeah, we have been gone for a little bit with some fresh episodes of the show, and while we've been gone... I feel like I've seen a lot of movies and TV shows and saw a lot of sports conversations while I was dying. Um, One thing that I did see was the Multiverse of Madness. Or the Doctor... Was it Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness? Or just Multiverse of Madness? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Okay, let's finish it up with a real history current Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) We go to modern times. Talk about the multiverse. All right. So you saw it, I saw it, we saw it on different times. So I'm curious to know, first, let's just state our very general opinions about the show, and then maybe we can, or movie, and then maybe we can dissect a few things um, on why we feel that way. So I don't know your opinions about this movie, because I wanted to at least have an honest, raw kind of conversation on the show. So, very briefly, what do you think about the Multiverse of Madness, if you had to review it? I think that there were really good points that I was like, oh, this is Marvel. Beautiful. Yeah. But there were, like, overall, is it one of my favorite Marvel movies? No. Mm. Like, it was not better than Moon Knight. Uh, but there were some things that I was like, oh, I see how this makes sense. And, like, beautifully. Beautifully, beautifully. Uh, my favorite part was that I like the fact that, uh, what's her name? The, the girl, the villain girl. Oh man! I oh the witch was the silver no 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 silver witch no Scarlet Witch Scarlet Witch ah uh, that's she's been one of my favorite Avengers that's because I remember that's why I remember her name mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Scarlet Scarlet Witch Scarlet Witch Scarlet Johansson and then I think of like her name correctionally Scarlet Witch was one of, I think that it was very nice that she was the villain uh huh. Uh, it makes sense why she wanted to go back and do all of those things or move through the universes. Uh-huh. And then I also love the fact that Charles Xavier was in the movie. But if you haven't watched the movie, I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, it's clearly spoiler territory. Um, it's on Disney Plus. It's been out for like two weeks now. Yeah, it's if no you loud. if you're a fan, you at this point you already watched it. Absolutely. Um. But yeah, it was. 
was a good it was an alright movie it was I wouldn't say it's the worst honestly yeah I, I liked it I enjoyed it okay so I will give my opinions uh, about this movie as well okay so, no I'm, I'm making it seem like I absolutely hate it no I would say this was the definition of just an average yeah nothing spectacular movie um, to me, it almost feels like they fall short of really exploring just, like, the idea of a multiverse. Like, I wish they were traveling through more alternate universes throughout it. Like, they really only stayed in, what, like, two or three? Yeah. Like, I wish they explored more. Like, I feel like it could have been so cool if there was, like, at one point... Like, when they were traveling through all the multiverses, remember that scene? Like, I wish they did that more it's like very quick like like an episode of rick and morty or something just like i wanted 10 minutes of them in the slime world or something like that could have been the whole idea of the movie felt like it wasn't an important part of the movie because like i wanted like to them to just travel alternate timelines or something man yeah i think that would have been good i think um as i say it was like a very okay movie it was a good movie but it could have been way mm-hmm. better. And even parts felt like it was dragging to me. Like, I was just like, uh, like, I, I, like, it's cool, but like, hurry but it up, was please. Not, it was not. It didn't keep me on the edge of my seat or anything. Exactly, and which is what I expect. Yeah, I from was every hoping Marvel for Marvel movie. Um, and it was. Just, I don't it also know. comes as a disappointment. Uh, after like that first one with Doctor Strange, it was really good in my opinion. And then also. Remember that one day that we watched that show with Israel? What if? Uh-huh. They could have done a little bit more like that. That's what, that's what I mean. Like, the whole idea is, like, we're traveling through different time periods. Not time periods, but, like, different alternate timelines, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, like, different universes. And they didn't explore it at all. They did one scene where they did it. And that was it. Like, the, they went literally through two different story-based timelines and then went back to Earth. I do appreciate that. Like that was whack. Uh, incorporating a Hispanic lady there. Yeah, and I also heard people complaining about that, but not right. for the reasons you may think. Um, for the reasons that I may. Apparently, think. well, I'm not entirely sure either because once again, <laughs> I'm not too into like reading comic books. Like I know general basis, I'm cool with that. If you want to talk to somebody that does, you can ask my brother. There you go. Okay. Um, yeah, they're very into it. So what I've been told, at least um, through TikTok, is that that character. Is like Puerto Rican, and like she's like supposed to be like very proud of that part of herself, and like very. Um, well, I says not everything can be Puerto Rican. I know, I know. Well, you were lying about that. It could be no. Um, <laughs> but I feel like if you're gonna have like a character, maybe like showcase that a little bit more. You know. Well, she was speaking Spanish. Yeah, but it just. And also, I her know. name is America. Yeah, but that was like the common complaint where it's like. This should have been like a movie really highlighting Hispanic people in Marvel. I think the. But also, my thing about that though is like it was a Doctor Strange movie. Yeah. Like I think that they incorporated. I thought it was a fine incorporate. Like if they wanted like a TV show with her or like a mini movie or something. Like I appreciate that they put it in there. Like I had no complaints myself. Yeah, yeah. This is what the people online are saying. Honestly, I didn't even thought about any of that because I I was like oh you know what I'm happy that they put a Hispanic Mm -hmm. woman in there a Hispanic 
and it was not her only source of personality. Like yeah. she was not throwing a Mexican joke or whatever. That's my problem with what they're saying online. Is exactly that because it's like then you're going on to the point where like the director and the company is trying too hard yes. to say like and we've they seen are. it before. It doesn't really work mm-hmm. if they're like, trying it's corny. to push it. And also, a person's only personality doesn't come from their cultural background. Yeah. Do they make a lot of jokes? Maybe. But it's not their only mm-hmm. personality, right? Honestly, uh, I disagree with the internet. Yeah, but my thing is, like, what, what did they want? Like, did they want her, like, with a can of Goya beans and a Malta India or something? Maybe like, in the future, she will be drinking and eating that. Like that, okay, so that we were watching... That would be very good incorporation. What is that show we just finished watching on HBO? Sex Education of, of College, College Girls? Girls? Okay. Yeah. That would be like... Uh-huh. The, okay, this is my one gripe with that show as well. Is that in the first episode, one of the characters, Bella, they kept stressing the fact that she's Indian. And she's not with like an ambiguity situation yeah. where you're like, maybe she's mixed? No. No. You can tell... Like you clearly tell that she's Indian. She's Indian. And my thing is like this. You shouldn't have to emphasize that a character is something. Because it comes across so cringy and corny. They are who they are. That's it. Yes. Now, if you want to, like, have, like, a subtle scene where she's, like, eating Indian food, cool. But you shouldn't ever have a character be like, and that's because I'm a brown and Indian woman. Or it's like, exactly. and that's because I'm a spicy Latina Puerto Rican girl. Like, it's so corny. Like, there's no... If they're doing it in the, too as much, a joke, man. if they're doing it as a joke, that could be more possible. But like in a subtle joke. But they even tried to make the fact hard. that she's yeah. Indian as a joke. It would be like, the joke was, ha ha ha, I'm Indian. Like, that's not, that's not a substance joke. Yeah, like, there's no anything in there. with the representation, that, the way she do it subtle, it feels better. Like, mm-hmm. in the same show, they have Mila. Which clearly Mexican. She, I yeah. think she even has an accent uh-huh. or like something. Like, they didn't have to say, Lila, I'm Mexican. And I eat corn tortillas Like, only. she's there, and that is... She's funny. And she's funny just because. Yeah. She's not like, oh, haha, it's me eating, like, a pile of beans. No. It's the, <laughs> what is this? A convenient chalupa? If you go chalupa? to school, you meet people, and if they're funny, they could be Mexican, or they could be whatever. Yeah. And they're not going to be, like... Oh, hi. Like, that's My not how Hector, it works in real life. Like, like no. I don't, like, exactly what you're saying. It's like, I'm not Isaiah. I'm Puerto Rican, by the way. Exactly. Like, who like, is if doing somebody asks you, and they're like, oh, by any chance are you this? Are you like, okay, yeah, yeah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah, whatever. I had another point that I forgot. <laughs> so, yeah, Hollywood, when people are um, stressing for diversity, all they want is just to see someone that looks like them. They're not saying, point to the fact that this is somebody just let them be let them act they we just want opportunities and stories from our cultures and also the point that she's not puerto rican maybe is because they casted a lot of people and she was the best one at it they ask her oh what's your nationality or like what's your Mm -hmm. ethnicity blah blah blah. she's like mexican okay let's just change it to mexican Mm -hmm. it's not a big deal yeah like once again um things are up for interpretation if she would have been salvadorian that's where you draw the line? Uh, that would have been perfect, actually. They could have changed it to El Salvador. It's time for Central America to have a spotlight. No, I think Central America is just whack. Um, <laughs> filled with just very mid... Central America is like the multiverse of math. Do not come no, after I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do not come after us. We've survived. <laughs> so 
many dictatorships. And, you know, um, uh, shout out to, to the people of Central America. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't, I didn't, I honestly, I appreciated that included her. Yeah. About time, I wish. People just like to complain. At some point, she's going to meet with Moon Knight and they're going to be the trifecta. Wow. <laughs> Wait, who's the third? There's going to be another one. This is going to be celebrated. Uh, Mandarin, if I... If I make my way there... I would be shocked if they're like, she's Honduran! I would pee my pants. Yeah, you <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I, it has to be me. I don't see anybody yeah. else pulling up there. Yeah, it has man. to be me. It's gotta be you. Um. Yeah, honestly. And then what else? <laughs> I felt like <laughs> it was very wackety wacko. Uh, no, I will say the highlights of that movie, I think what was cool, was Wanda's character. Um, I think... I almost wish that she had stayed a villain, though. Instead of kind Man, of having she's like she's so the, powerful. Yeah, I think that's very underrated. Oh, yeah, oh. you know what? Huh? How bad were the um with John Krasinski was Elastic Guy? Oh, that was so like that whole. That's what I'm okay. That ex- seemed like DC. Very DC, bro. It's just like everything about those characters were so whack. The- First off, Fork Man. I don't know if you're supposed to be cool or not. That was the lamest looking superhero I've ever seen in my life. Two, John Krasinski as like a superhero looks ridiculous. It doesn't look believable at all. And then Captain Carter or whatever. That was fine, but like very cheesy as well, I thought. Um, I don't know. Just... Yeah, I think... The whole point of the movie fell flat to me. Yes. You know what would be beautiful though? What? If Doctor Strange... Who would have been the original um, X Men like thing? They would have like mixed them. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. It's like they like once again. It didn't have to be the whole storyline. It should have been like at least thirty minutes of them literally just Scarlet Witch is chasing them and they're traveling through like this universe. They gotta travel to this one, this one, this one, and then she starts gaining her power on how to control it. But like there was no like build up. It was just like. She can't do it. She can't do it. She can't do it. And now she can do it. I think that Scarlet Witch, it's so powerful that they could have bring three Scarlet Witches from different universes. That, how cool original, that would have been! Have the original X-Men help them. You could have even have like Scarlet Witch from a different universe, right? And it's like how they explored how Captain America was Peggy. It could have been like Scarlet Witch is actually a random lady like some famous actor or whatever you know yeah, what i mean like yeah, yeah. they just could have explored so much and they just refused it and the whole time i was like all right when are we gonna start traveling to this universe or this one or that one and it's just like nothing happened and it was so annoying to me if it throw a little bit like spider or sprinkle there like yeah. you have so much money you could have done that it was just i don't know on that note though this episode's done we're glad to be back we talk about all history yes, of his- mankind this history class was incredible today, everyone. Until next time, it's been fun. It's been real. We'll see you. Bye, I guess. Bye. Have a good-